our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. First of all, let's go to the book of Isaiah. Let me just thankful, man, that Jesus came. You know, if, if we didn't have Christmas, where would we be? Amen. If not for this amazing day in history, where would we be? I'm going to read, first of all, from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Uh, the Bible says, For unto us, everybody say that's me. For unto us, a child is born. We can't stop there. The problem is, uh, oftentimes, we, as the church, or certainly in the secular world, we tend to stop at a child is born. This is much more than a child being born. Amen. Unto us, a son is given. Amen. I told you a few weeks ago, don't don't mistake the child for the son. Amen. Don't just settle for the child and the person of Jesus, but we need to know who the son is, right? Mary's responsible for the child, but God's responsible for the son. Amen. Somebody shout amen. Now, this son that is given, let me ask you a question. If something is given to you, what do we call that? Somebody shout it out. If something is given to you, what is it referred to as? It's referred to us as a gift. So can I tell you, and I know it's, it's just a, it's a cliche that we often use, but sometimes I think we use it so, so often, if you will, that we really lose its proper meaning. But a gift has been given to us. And you know what? A gift is something that somebody gives you and it's free. And not anything, you know, how many's ever how many's ever had someone give you a gift and then they say, Oh yeah, here's the cost of the gift. If somebody gives you a gift and then they put a price tag on it, it no longer becomes a gift. Amen? Okay, so a son is given, 
the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. So I I want to share with you this morning, for a few moments, the gift inside the gift. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the name of Jesus. Thank you for this season that we celebrate. Forgive us. Come on, everyone in the building. Let's pray. Forgive us for not realizing the importance of your birth. Forgive us for getting so caught up in other things, in the commercialism and the things that are around us uh, during this season and and not really focusing in on uh, what it's all about and the gift of your son that you gave us. We're so thankful for God so loved the world that he gave his only son That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We thank you for that gift, Father. And we ask you bless your word in Jesus' name. And everyone in the room says, Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, God's gift. How many's looking forward to gifts? Amanda, Amanda is. We got two people in the building that's looking forward to gifts. You just can't get the child out of you, can you? Or, you know, they're they're the only two that raise their hand, and they're adult, the kids. Could it be that you guys have so much already? I'm sorry. I, I love you. Do what? Taking it back, you know. I saw, I saw where somebody. I saw where somebody said they were going to wrap up some some empty boxes and uh, put them by the fire. And every time their kids got unruly and were unappreciative of Christmas, is going to throw one of them in the fire. There's there's one of your gifts. How about this? I read that someone actually tried to calculate how much it would cost to give the gift's name in the classic Christmas song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. And don't worry, I'm not going to sing it. But the grand total came to about $15,000. Some items were affordable like a partridge in a pear tree, which you could purchase for about thirty-four ninety-nine. Six turtle doves would run you somewhere around 50 bucks. Six geese of lamb would cost about $150. But the price takes off when you add 11 pipers piping. That's $1,000 right there. Then there's the 12 drummers drumming uh, with current union scale for musicians. That's another $1,000. Price really goes up when you get 12 lords a leaping. We're talking about 3,000 for them. 
Of course, around here, I don't know where you'd find 12 Lord sleeping. Uh, is, there any, is there 12 Lords leaping up Straight Creek somewhere? Yeah. Judy or down at Four Mile or I kind of doubt it, right? So we saved 3,000 there, didn't we, David? You might find, you know where you'd find 12 Lords leaping? In Louisville. I guarantee it. Yeah, they'd be out there too. Yeah. (laughs) You ain't right. You guys missed them. We're just having fun. Is it okay to have fun? Somebody shout amen. We're going to preach you a word. And I have a word that that I feel that God's speaking to us. Uh, But uh, God's, God's gift is great to his people, right? Amen. Everyone loves to receive gifts. We only had two that raised their hand, but I know everyone is not going to refuse a gift if you get it this Christmas. Everyone loves to receive gifts, right? I don't care how old you get. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you get. It's always something, something special to receive a gift, isn't it? Uh, you know, to get to open that gift up and see what the gift is. And it's just, it's, you know, it's, it brings out the child in you, don't it? And, and that's a good thing. Amen? Somebody shout Amen. You know, you can probably remember some of the gifts you got. You know, I, you know, I can go back, Danny Tuttle, and just remember. You know, I remember getting a football, and I remember. How many remembers your first BB gun? First BB gun, and and I did not shoot my eye out. I did get one when I was a child, but you know, you remember some of those gifts, and you remember, you know, uh, uh, Chris, you get you get a new pocket knife or something, you know, or you get a new gun or something, whatever, you know, and, and it's just. And it's, it's special to you, isn't it? Isn't it? When you get when you get those gifts, maybe you maybe you ladies get a get a get a new piece of jewelry. You guys like that, right? How many ladies like a new piece of jewelry? How many ladies like a new piece of jewelry? Okay, you guys, you saw that. If you haven't got some, you need to go today. But the thing is, and I'm, I'm getting to my message here, but the thing is, we love to receive gifts. But what we need to understand is the gift of the gift. There's a difference between the gift and the gift. Amen? God gave us a gift in the Son, but the Son brought a gift. Amen? You guys with me? This is when I need a lapel. You guys see this. It's a beautiful gift, right? It was beautifully wrapped by my wife. And it's a beautiful package. But the gift is not the bow. 
The gift is not the wrapping paper. The gift is not the box, the container. Or the gift bag. The gift is what's inside. Mm-mm-mm. Are you guys with me? So too often we, we look at God's gift. We look at Jesus. We look at the little baby in the manger. There's nothing wrong with that, but we look at that and... And, 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 and we see this day, but we don't really grasp or we don't really get what's inside. Amen? Are you with me? If you are, shout amen. So the gift is what's in the gift. And accepting the package, oh, help me Jesus. Accepting the package is not equal to receiving the gift. Some people get excited about the gift, but they never open up Christ. Amen? We sing about the gift. We sing about the container. We sing about the box. But we never fully open it up and get what's inside. Jesus was, oh, and I, th- th- this, this is a message that's so hard not to get ahead of yourself. Jesus was the box. Jesus was the container. Christ was the gift. Hey, come on. There's people, come on. There's people sitting, that, there's people that sat in bars last night. And there's people that will sit in bars tonight that they know about the container. They know about Jesus. They know who Jesus is, but they have not recognized and accepted who Christ is. Are you guys with me? So the gift is on the inside. I'm getting excited. Can you tell? It's not just looking at a baby and saying, Gucci, Gucci, goo. It's about looking at the king and saying, Who are you? I want to know you. I want to know you. Come on, is somebody, is anybody with me? Isaiah 7 and 14. Oh, glory. Somebody help your pastor preach this morning. Here's the sign. Everybody say a sign. Isaiah said, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And you're going to call his name Emmanuel, which Emmanuel means in man Elohim. In Manuel. It means God in man. Or if we get in the New Testament, he said that his name shall be be called Emmanuel, which means what? God with... uh, What a gift that God would say, I'm just going to come down myself. They sang the song earlier. He, you know, he came down, he came down from heaven. So he he was a package. He was a package. God was a package, David, in human form. You know, and the sign was, the sign was the virgin birth. The sign is not, the sign is not the crucifixion or the resurrection. Do you understand that in those days they had about 2,000 crucifixions per year? 
They crucified a lot of people. And, 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 you know, and even the resurrection, thank God for the resurrection, but that was not the sign because a lot of people supposedly came out of comas. And, and you understand there's a lot of theories, and they try to, this, people try to explain the resurrection. And one of those is called the swoon theory. It's where they say Jesus was really in a, in a coma and he didn't die, so he just came back out in three days. But the sign is, but you know what? There's not, there's no, <laughs> there was not any virgins having babies. Amen. That's the sign. A virgin shall conceive and she's going to bring forth a son. Are you guys with me? That's the sign. Amen. And what happens is, you know, and you guys know just a little, 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 little lesson here of things, just a reminder of things you already know. But when a man and woman have a child and, and when, 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 when the, the man's DNA hits that egg, amen. And then the child has the DNA of the man. Are you guys with me? But here, see, there was no earthly father. Oh, glory. I'm going to tell you something, and it's hard, it's hard not to jump way ahead, but we know where Muhammad's parents are. We know where Buddha's parents are. We know where Harry Krishna's parents are, but nobody knows any earthly parents for Jesus because what was conceived was, was, was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Are you with me? Shout amen if you are. That's why John said, behold, the Lamb of God. See, it's, and that's why, don't, don't miss this. And sometimes people think I'm not worthy to, to receive the gift. None of us are. You know, before they had the high priest that went in once a year, and it just, it just covered those sins. But, but John said in John 1.29, behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. Amen? It's his blood. Somebody shout, it's his blood. It wasn't tainted with, with man's, see, see, when, when, when we have a child and that child gets our DNA, that DNA comes from sin and the child's born in sin, but it's his blood that has no sin. Oh, glory. You, you got to see this. That's the precious gift that's in the package that God gave us. Somebody shout amen. So Jesus is the box, but what was inside? What was he carrying? What did he bring? God says, I give you a gift. I give you a box, but I only use the box to get the gift to you. The child is the box, but the box has something in it. The son is the gift. Children don't admire, don't admire the wrapping paper. Children don't admire the bow. They couldn't care less. What the pack? Oh, how many, how many senior, how many senior kids get this? Oh, mom, what a lovely package! It's such a beautiful bow. I really don't even want to tear up the paper. Right? They don't care about the package. They just want to know what's inside. Just let me get that thing open. So I can get what's inside. And most of the time, most of the time we burn the paper anyway, right? We spend all that time. We wrap, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's all good. We spend all that time wrapping these beautiful presents, these beautiful gifts. We put them all neatly under the tree. And then when it comes time to open, they rip them open. And then you're following along behind them with a garbage bag, picking up the paper. <laughs> and you take it out and you burn it. And if you're not careful, 
Oh, this will preach, this will preach, this will preach. I'm about to throw you the mic and I'm just going to run around the room for a while. And if we're not careful, which I have done before, we're coming along behind, picking up the, picking up the paper and picking up the wrappings, and we'll, we'll, we'll include with the wrappings something that was really important, and all of a sudden we realize, oh no, where's the directions at? Where's the instructions at? And we took it out, and we burned it up with the paper. Is somebody, are you listening to me? Come on, you gotta get, you gotta get what's inside the box. I said, you gotta get what's inside the box. Don't miss. Some, oh, come on. Somebody needs to give him praise right now. Come on. Come on. Give him, don't miss what's in the box. Don't get so caught up on the package that you miss the gift in the box. I've done that before. Maybe there's a little, it's an electronic thing. And there's a little, James, will, I'm sure he could remind you of a time when I probably threw away a little, a little wire or something. Trying to clean up the, the paper. What's inside is what's important. Amen? Most people would go for the most beautiful package, right? I mean, those that may not have... It's not what it looks like on the outside. In fact, the Bible says that when they hung him on the cross, his visage was so marred that he was not recognizable. So it certainly was not a beautiful, at that point, a beautiful package, right? Oh, but what was inside? I said, what was inside? Amen. You know, if you, had a, if you had a great financial need, and I walked in here, Danny, and I said, okay. And I laid down this beautiful gift, and I laid down a brown paper bag. But the brown paper bag has $100,000 in it. Who cares about the package, Right? If you knew that, you're going to want the brown paper bag. I don't care what it looks like. I just need what's inside. Is anybody with me? What's inside? Okay, so if Jesus is the container, what was the content? If you, if you only receive the box and not the content, you have not received the gift. Many have accepted the person of Jesus, but they haven't accepted what he was carrying. You have to unwrap the box. How many has ever had a gift given to you and you took it home and forgot to open it and you found it? A year later. Maybe it was from the office or something. You know, certainly, hopefully not from your spouse. Because you'd, you'd know about that soon. But, you know, if you'd ever do that, don't tell the person that gave you the gift, right? But how many are guilty sometimes? 
How often do we see that happen in a spiritual sense, Randy? He's given us a gift, but we haven't opened it. He's given us a gift, but we haven't opened it. Somebody shout amen. What's, so what's in the package? You know what? He gave heaven to earth. He gave divinity to humanity. He gave light to darkness. He gave life to death. He gave healing to sickness. He gave peace to fear. Oh, glory. He gave joy to depression. He gave love to hate. He gave God to man. He said, I am the bread of life. He said, my peace I give unto you. He is full of gifts. And you say, what's in the box, pastor? I'm going to tell you. Whatever it is you need. If it's joy... If you're, if you're, oh, come, come on, somebody. I said, if, if you're, if you're, if you're depressed, he can give you joy. If you're in fear, he can give you peace. If you're sick, he can give you healing. If you're, come on, if you're in anxiety, he can give, come on, he can give you peace. If you're broke, he can give you money. If you're, if you're sick, he can give you healing. If you're lost, he can give you salvation. Come on. I said, everything's in the box. It's not just the person, but it's what's in the container. What if, you know what? He said, I am that I am. You know what that means? That means it's basically a blank check and you can fill in the blank. What do you need? Whatever. Come on. Somebody needs to give him praise this morning. Whatever it is you need, it's in the box. How, how many, how many, how many's ever, how many's ever opened up a gift? And I'm sure we all have. It's, but you know, it's a rhetorical question. But how many's opened up, ever opened a gift? And you think, it's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And husbands, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a little secret. If you'll listen to your wife, you'll know what to get. When she's looking at those sale papers or whatever, the jewelry stores or whatever the case may be. Oh, I love this. What what's that, honey? This. I love this. Okay. Open your ears, men. And you're out trying to figure it out, and she's been telling you for a month what she wants. Amen? I think Lisa wants a UK sweater. It's just a word from the Lord, David. I love David Taylor. He knows it. You know what? Open the box. Come on. I said open the box. Is anybody with me? What, 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 you know, and I told you, I said, oftentimes you open up and you think, oh, it's just what I wanted, just what I needed. I promise you, if you will open the box, you will find. I said, you will find just what you needed. You will find just what you wanted. You will find, come on, open the box. Come on, we need to open the box. Is anybody with me? Quit just admiring the gift. Just quit, just, we sing about, oh, what a lovely box. 
Come, let us adore the box. I need Jake. Joy to the box. I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm, I know it's humorous, so I'm not trying to be humorous, but we sing, we sing all these songs. We sing all these songs about Jesus. We need to start understanding. He's just not this baby that came on Christmas and lived 33 years and died on a cross and arose on the third day. He, gave, he brought with him everything that heaven has. He brought salvation with him. He brought healing with him. He brought joy with him. He brought peace. He brought deliverance. He brought freedom. Come on, somebody needs to give him praise. He brought it all with him, Penny. Everything that that we need, he brought with him. Open the box. That's why when the announcement of his birth, he said, For unto you is born... This day, in the city of David, a what? Come on, somebody shout it out. Come on, shout it out. Oh, shout it out again. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ, the Lord. And suddenly there was with the multitude of heaven, what did they say? Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. On earth, come on and say it again. On earth, goodwill. He didn't just say there's a package coming. He said, there's something in this. You know what? That's why they can't. That's why they can't. You know, I told you before. They, you know, Jesus died on the cross, but they couldn't kill Christ. Jesus was the package. Jesus was the container. And in fact, the Bible never actually says he died. He just, you know, this, his spirit left his body, and then he came back and got back in. The, oh. the Christ, the Anointed, <laughs> the Messiah. Somebody shout, Amen. So Mary gave the wrapping, but God gave the gift. And you know what? What I, what I saw was there's so many people they are just carrying around the box. They want to open it up. You know what it'd be like? It'd be like if I told you, okay, if I told you behind that, in that room over there, there was this huge buffet. And you're hungry. First of all, you're hungry. What do you have to do to get in there? What did Christ say? Christ said, I am the door. He didn't say it was the room. He said, I'm the door. But you got to come through me to get into the room. And then you come through. (laughs) And then you get what's in the room. Amen? And then you're able to eat from the buffet. What's on the buffet, Pastor? Whatever it is you need. Come on, somebody shout amen. amen. You know, it's kind of like that, 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 uh, the, uh, the dance you guys did last week. You know, Mary, did you know? This is not a normal package. Did you know that your baby boy would walk on water, would heal sons and daughters, the blind, 
glory. The blind would see. The deaf would hear. The dead would live again. Mary, did you know she's holding... It's not a normal package. Are you with me? Somebody shout amen. All right, here we go. Just about to finish up. Musicians, get ready. All right, go to John chapter 9. I'm going to show you something. Oh, this blessed me. I hope it blesses you just half as much as it blessed me. Somebody say, open the package. This is in John 19, when Jesus was on the cross. And I want you to look, John chapter 19. John chapter 19, St. John chapter 19. And we're going to look at verse 32. And the Bible says, Then came the soldiers and broke the legs of the first and the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they broke not his legs. Look at verse 34. But one of the soldiers with a peer, with a spear pierced his side and forthwith came there out blood and water. You know what they did right there? They opened the box. They opened the package. They broke open. They took a spear, Karen, and they broke open the package. And when they did, the Bible says blood and water came out. That blood and that water is a picture of everything. Come on. Somebody say his blood. Come on, say it again, his blood. So they opened up the package. They broke it open, amen? And here comes blood and here comes water. And it's precious blood and healing water. Somebody shout amen. Amen? It's in the package. Can somebody say I'm, you're thankful? Come on, are you thankful that you've received what's in the package? Come on, if you're thankful for what's received, what you received, in the, you know, and we got, we, got, we got to understand that it's all there. Stop saying, I got a present. And just carried around. Look at my present. You guys see my... Stop saying I got a present and just carried around. Look at my present. It's a nice, beautiful, pretty present, right? You guys like this present? At some point, you got to open it up. I heard a story. You know, do you understand... Hope just to Do you understand that, that, that the world wants to eliminate what we're telling you? And even even to a, to a certain point, our government is trying, you know, thank God it seems there's a freedom again to say, which I never did stop and hope you didn't either, but it seems I'm noticing a lot of the businesses that I go to now, they're very happy to say Merry Christmas, you know, and, and, and the world has tried to take, but, but because, do you know Why? Because it's not because of the celebration. It's not because of the holiday. It's because of Christ is in Christmas. It's because Christ. And they, and, and, and they want to take out 
they don't want to take out the holiday, the holiday, the holiday because then they don't get to celebrate. They don't get to get off from work and all those things, right? We want the holiday. We want gifts. We just don't want Christmas. We just don't want Christ. Are you with me? We just don't want Christ. We just just take. So my question is, if you actually take out Christ, what are you going to celebrate? What are you going to sing about? What are you going to sing about? Amen. And actually, if you take if you take out Christ, you take out everything that's associated from a spiritual standpoint, buddy. I mean, you, you know, you eliminate Saint Nicholas, right? You take out Christ, there are no saints. Then it's just Nikki. Old Nikki. Not old Saint Nick. Old Nikki. Who's Nikki? I don't know. It's the truth, all right? They just want to take out Christ because they don't believe in who he is. They don't believe what's about what's in the package. You know, even the devil don't care if you talk about Jesus, but when you start talking about what he does for you, Amen. They just want to take out Jesus. You know what? You know, it's, it's, it's unbelief in who Christ is. You know what I say? I say, get in the closet. Go take your atheism. Where's the camera at? Take your atheism and go to the closet and leave our holiday, leave Christmas alone. Take Islam, go to the closet, leave our Christmas alone. Leave our Christ alone. Come on, somebody. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There's a day, you've got a day that you celebrate anyway. It's April 1st. What are you saying, Pastor? The Bible says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So, so if you're atheist, amen, you can celebrate on April 1st. That's April Fool's Day. It may sound harsh, but that's what, the, that's what the Word says, right? The Bible says if you say there is no God, the fool has said there is no God. Hold on. Your holiday's coming. In four months. And you know what we want? We won't try to stop you from celebrating because we don't care. You know, you got to understand, I'm, and I'm trying to close here. here. Here's the thing. That's the reason they get so bent out of shape, James, over Christmas and over anything that has to do with Christ because they're threatened. We're not threatened by their fake gods. Amen? We're not threatened by it. I'm not. Elijah wasn't. Go ahead, boys. You go first. They jumped up on the altar all day long and cut themselves. Bob, they cut themselves. All these things. You know the scripture. And Elijah poked fun. He said, maybe he's sleeping. 
He's taking a nap, boys. Maybe he's on a journey. He's out of town. Maybe, you're, maybe your God's out of town, right? And then Elijah, you know, he, he rebuilds, repairs the altar of the Lord and soaks the sacrifice to Chris. Then he prays this little prayer. It says, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known this day that, they are, that thou art God. How many of us, we, we, we worship the one true God? Amen? Somebody shout amen. Come on, musicians. Come on, musicians. I want you to put this verse up here. Second uh, Corinthians nine fifteen, and don't don't lose me. Just give me about five more minutes tops or less, and we're going to close this thing up. Hallelujah! Look what look what Paul said here. He said, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen? Wow. You know, it's, so, it's, it's such a great gift that oftentimes you can't even describe it. But, you know, Peter said it's joy unspeakable, full of glory. You know, anything you open up, this evening or tomorrow, if somebody asks what you got, you're going to be able to tell them, and you're going to be able to, I promise you, you'll be able to describe what you got. But, Judy, this is so, it's so incredible. Sometimes you just, mere words can't even, you have to, you have to experience it. And once you experience it for yourself, amen? Let me know what I'm talking about. You have to experience it for yourself. There was a story of this guy that had lived poverty-stricken, and I'm, I'm, I'm soon closing, but this guy had lived poverty-stricken for all of his life. And he lived in this very poor neighborhood. And one day, it's a true story, by the way. It's not made up. It's a true story. At least it was advertised as such. One day, this really nice car pulls up, and they ask for the man if anyone knows him. And he's probably about 40. And some of the people said, yeah, sure, we know him. He lives, he lives here with us. He lives in this area. They said, here's where you can find him. So they go down, and this guy gets out of this really, really nice car, and he walks over, and he looks at this man, and he says, are you so-and-so? And he says, yeah. He says, well, he says, I'm your uncle. And the guy says, no, you can't be. I don't have any family. All of my family's gone. And he says, yes, I'm your uncle. And he said, your father passed away. And he only had one brother, and that's me. And he said, so your father said for me to come and get you. He said, go get him. When I die, go get him and bring him here. And he said, I don't want to go. I like it here. I want to stay here. So this man hands him an envelope. 
and it has his name on it. He says, well, your father said to give you this envelope. So he leaves him with the envelope, and the guy leaves. And this thing goes for years. Danny. Again, this was advertised as a true story. It's not a parable or a fable. And after several years, by the way, they said this guy at 40 looked more like 80. Just really rough, very unkept. Just So the man dies. The man dies, and, and after he dies, they find this envelope in his pocket. Of course, it's dirty and worn, tattered. And they open up the envelope, and inside the envelope was a letter, Ernie, stating that this man was to get everything that his father owned. All of his estate, which was worth about $2 million, five cars, all kinds of stuff. And he never had. He, they said the man would show people the letter and say, this came from my dad. But he never opened it. And so what they did was they gave this estate to the state. There's no other family. He's the only one. There's no other survivors, no family members. So he lived all his life like that. And you know what? It's, 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 it's a downright shame that so many people never Open the package to see what's inside. Amen? Are you guys with me? One more verse. And I'm done. Thank you, Jeff. We're going to finish here. In Matthew 19... Do you know what the scripture says? The Bible says, Matthew 19, 14, it says, suffer or allow the little children, let the little children come to me. Okay, I want you to see this. I want us to get this. And this is for all of us in the room. Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for as such is the kingdom of heaven. Right? Now, Jesus went on to say, Christian, he said, that unless we become as a little child, right? We can't even enter the kingdom of heaven. Amen? All right, so I ask you, what's it going to be like tonight or tomorrow morning when you release your children to open their gifts? I know our boys are older now, but I know when they were kids, they were like, Wait, wait, let me get the camera. Let me get the camera in your life. You know, how, how, many, how many knows all of a sudden, you know, how many knows, oh, glory, you guys got to get this. How many knows, how many knows on Sun, on, you know, all of a sudden on Christmas morning, they beat you out of bed? 
You ever had that happen in your house? You have to drag them out, but they're up before daylight. You know, and you're, you're, you're coming through there and you can't even hardly get the sleep out of your eyes and they're, they're sitting on the couch ready. You know, and, and then you say, okay, at the count of three, one, two, and there's like, I mean, there's paper flying, there's sparks flying, there's ribbons going through the air. and Right? They want to see what's in that box. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. We all have. I couldn't wait, Doris. I couldn't wait for that day. Amen? So when the Bible says, unless you become as little children, so my point is, when I give this altar call, it should be like one, two, three, get out of my way. Because I want what's in, and this is just a prop, by the way. Don't worry about what's in that box. I'm talking about what's inside the person of Jesus. We should be just like so anxious and say, let me get there. I got I to gotta get it, Blake. I got to get it. I got to get what's in that, in that box, in that package. Are you guys with me? Let's stand. The man I told you in the story, he took the package, but he never really received what was in the package. So my last statement I want to make to you today is don't go home today without receiving the gift. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.